To our new passengers, aloha and welcome. As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone, and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. The show will begin momentarily. Thank you. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. Welcome to Dave's Disney View Podcast, provided on our own version of the information highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking please. Thank you. Dave's Disney View is a look at the Walt Disney World Resort and sometimes beyond, as seen through the eyes of Dave, a frequent visitor, a one-time cast member, and an engineer who simply enjoys the magic and wonder of it all. Now, please keep your party together and put on your virtual mouse ears. And by all means, enjoy the show. Hi everyone, it's Dave again, here with another Dave's Disney View podcast. You know, the summer was winding down and my family and I realized we hadn't taken a vacation really this summer. Uh, Oftentimes we'll take a longer vacation and go somewhere for a week or so. Uh, Sometimes we wait and we do that, you know, more in the fall or into the winter. But this year uh, we really hadn't taken one. And we decided that we wanted to do something. We talked about maybe taking a a trip over to the beach on the west coast of Florida, maybe over in the Naples area, or perhaps over to Vero Beach, you know, somewhere in that area on the east coast of Florida. And then suddenly, like a bolt of lightning, it hit us in a way. You're zipping through a Walt Disney World TV tour. Coming up next, Water Park. Take a deep breath, close your eyes, and plunge into three different worlds of wonder at Disney's water parks. Thrill to the chills of Disney's Blizzard Beach, an alpine ski resort slowly melting in the Florida sun. Race on an ice-capped mountain of pure exhilaration. Reach the peak of fun as you plummet down the world's tallest water slide. Or just cool off with a leisurely lap around the ice floes. Blizzard Beach, it's not just a water park, it's a force of nature. Cast away your troubles in a tropical paradise at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, where excitement reigns in one of the world's largest wave pools. Beautiful fish and spooky sharks swim right along with you at a living reef, and balmy breezes blow in sheer relaxation along a sandy island beach. And that's where we got this great idea to go to a Disney water park and spend a couple of days up there. Now, we had looked at some of the other water parks in the area. We looked at Aquatica. We looked at uh, Wet n Wild, which is a competitor. And we tried to decide if one of those would work for us. And then we came came upon this great idea that uh, Disney, for for Florida residents, has an after 2 p.m. pass. Now, what a great value. You can go for 365 days a year uh, after 2 2 o'clock, go into either of the water parks, and uh, enjoy yourself until the park closes. Now, during the summer, the park closes between 7 and 8 o'clock, so you get 5 to 6 hours of, uh, of water time. So we decided to do it for a couple of days and just go up for two days, basically, and spend two afternoons in the water park. Some of the things that you may have overlooked are three miniature golf courses. And just remember, it's not golf and miniature, it's miniature golf. And they also have two water parks that are their very own. There's Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon. They're each themed really well, and uh, just like to take a look at the legend behind them. 
First off, we have Typhoon Lagoon. The legend, according to Disney, is that Di- Disney's Typhoon Lagoon was created by an epic storm. Surfboards were hurled into palm trees and boats were tossed around like toys. The typhoon made the storm-soaked mountain Mayday an ideal source for exhilarating water slides. Surrounding the mountain, a 56-acre topsy-turvy tropical paradise was formed, full of waterways, rivers, rapids, and slides. The park's famous icon is an ill-fated shrimp boat named Miss Tilly. She found herself swept up by the twisting tides on the fierce typhoon and came to rest on the peak of Mount Mayday. Every half hour, the boat's whistle blows and the volcano attempts to dislodge the ship, resulting in an enormous geyser of water. Meanwhile, the other water park is called Blizzard Beach. And the backstory goes, after a freak snowstorm blanketed Florida in white, a ski resort sprang up with the slalom courses, toboggan and slides, and the iceberg walkways. When the weather shifted back to hot, the whole resort started to melt. What to do? An enterprising alligator saw an opportunity. Clad in a scarf and hat, the gator slid down the ski jump, shouting, Yahoo! All the way down. With a big splash, he landed in a pool of melted snow below the mountain, and the slushy, slippery slopes became an exhilarating water park like no other in the world. So come with me on an adventure to the water parks. So what we decided to do was drive up on a Monday, and uh, when we got there, we went and we checked into our hotel. We were, again, staying off property, but that's okay. We got such a great hotel rate, we couldn't pass on it. Checked into our hotel, put on our swimsuits, and headed right over to Blizzard Beach. And we had a great time. We bought our passes and went right in. Now, the cool thing about going to a Disney water park is they allow you to bring in outside food or drinks. They inspect all your packages, but they tell you you can bring a cooler as long as you can carry it and it doesn't interfere with anyone else, you can bring it in. A couple of other restrictions, you can't bring alcoholic beverages, you can't bring glass bottles. But no problem, you can bring sandwiches, you can bring water, you can bring snacks. So we did, and we brought our own towels. They'll rent you towels, of course. And you can bring um, other things. They'll rent you a locker, and you can uh, put stuff in the locker. We chose instead to stop by our local Target and just pick up one of those waterproof cases to put, like, all our information in. So our tickets were in there, our uh, keys to the car, you know, all that stuff, and I just hold it around my neck. So no problem. Didn't need a locker or anything. And so we went in. We had, uh, we had our snacks and our water. We went over. We found ourselves a beach chair in the, uh, in the kitty area. And uh, we, went to, we went about seeing the, uh, the water park at Blizzard Beach. And we had a phenomenal time. It was really fun. Uh, you know, one of the things about the Disney water parks is the theming that goes on in the water parks. Uh, and all the, melt, all the snow is melting, so there's cold water splashing different places. As you go places, you'll feel cold water splashing on you. And it's really, uh, it's really kind of fun. They even have a chairlift to take you up to the uh, largest of the uh, slides so that you can spend a little time up there. And uh, it's kind of fun. You know, you take the chair left up, and it, it's kind of a funny, funny little thing. And it's, it's very clever the way they've set it up. And, of course, the other advantage of dealing with uh, Disney is the fact that you have the Disney cast members there. They're all the same Disney cast members. They just happen to be lifeguards or pool attendants. But they have the same sort of um, might to them, the same sort of feeling to them, where they're just that, that same sort of friendly sort. Uh, in fact, at one point there was a, a rain delay, I, I guess I'd call it that, where there was uh, some rain that was coming and uh, they uh, told everyone they had to come out of the pool. And you could wait around or you could leave. It was your choice and come back later. And a lot of people chose to leave, but we stayed. And we wound up chatting with a couple of cast members for a little while who were lifeguards. And we were just chatting up a storm about the world and what it's like to be a cast member at, uh, at the park there. And it really was kind of fun. You know, it, it very much well, had that Disney touch to it, that high-touch Disney experience. Back to the Blizzard Beach itself, I mean, you know, they have the chairlift. They do have a lazy river that goes around the, around the entirety of the park. As I said, at various times, there's water that splashes onto you, and it's ice-cold water. It's very clever the way they've done that because it's part of the whole theming that they've done. But it's a really fun 
um, lazy river to, to ride around. I love a lazy river. I love to just kind of float along and let your cares just kind of slip away. And on a nice warm day, there's nothing quite like it. You can kind of splash in and out of the water. You don't have to use the tube if you don't want to. You can kind of just ride with the current and swim with it or just kind of float with it if you want to. It's entirely up to you. They have a, a downhill double dipper, uh, which is a, um, a water slide that lets, uh, lets two people go down and sort of have a race down the hill. Uh, they have Meltaway Bay, which is their, their giant, uh, uh, giant pool, and they have every once in a while it'll start having wave action start, and it's, it's like being in the ocean. It's really clever. It's a very nice, uh, nice wave pool there. Um, it's just fun to be able to go out there and just, uh, uh, just enjoy and relax and sit in an inner tube and just kind of uh, enjoy the, the waves a little bit. If you go out closer to the rocks in the deeper part of the water, it gets a little rougher, and it makes it a little more exciting. Uh, there's the runoff rapids where you can go around and you, you sit in a tube and you, uh, you go down a uh, Mount Gushmore and you kind of go around the outside of it in a tube, and that's kind of fun. Then for the, uh, the younger set, uh, teenage more kids, there's the uh, Ski Patrol Camp where you can go around and have some smaller experiences. You know, it's for the kids that are under 48 inches but too big for the toddler area, and they can go in and they can, uh, they can enjoy this. If they're, if they're not quite ready for some of the bigger rides, they can enjoy this, and there's some fun things to do like the, the cargo net that you have to walk across like the icebergs and hold onto the cargo net and, and make your way across. And that's a kind of a fun thing to do, and there's a couple of tamer slides in there. And then you have a couple of the, uh, the bigger ones. You have the Slush Gusher, uh, which is their uh, big waterfall, and uh, adults love this one. This is one where you go down and you're, just, you know, you're, going, off, you're going off down a, a big water slide, and that's, it's just a fun time. I know, I know my kids enjoyed it. Uh, you have the Snowstormers, um, which is another uh, type of um, uh, slide. And you, uh, you slide down this one, uh, and you, uh, you go down a, a fairly long slide and make your way down, but it's not too intense, and it's kind of fun. You have Summit Plummet, which is this in- incredible 120-foot-high uh, drop that goes off the top. When you get up to the ski- top of the ski lift, you get off and you climb up a little higher, and you go down this, uh, this, um, this plummet that uh, goes anywhere from 50 to 60 miles an hour as you reach the bottom because you're reaching a, a lot of velocity as you're heading down the, uh, the slide. And uh, my family, was, we were all too, chickens to try, too chicken to try it, but uh, it looked like a lot of fun, and people were really enjoying themselves. And then, of course, there's uh, Team Boat Springs, which is the uh, family uh, raft ride. And this was a lot of fun. You just get in it, and it takes five or six people per raft, and you get in it, and you roll down this, uh, you're at the top up near where the uh, Summit Plummet is, and you get in, and you just kind of slosh your way down, and it's, it's a fun ride going down. Now, I'm not a big roller coaster kind of guy, and my first reaction was, oh, my God. But i got to tell you, it really turned out pretty well, and I really did enjoy it as we were going down. I was like, this is fun. And uh, we went right back up and did it a second time. It was that much fun. Um, and my little one, uh, she really enjoyed it too. I mean, she's, she's a lot younger, but she had a great time going down this ride. And we had so much fun doing it. We went right back on it again. And my, uh, my two boys were just having a great time. You know, one of them go, go, that's what I'm talking about. My other son would say, that's what he's talking about. It was just so much fun to watch them go down and just have a great time. And you splash into the pool at the bottom and you get out and then they return the rafts up there. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's the only place on Disney property where you can see all four of the theme parks. If you look, you can see pretty well, you can see the studios right there, uh, sort of to your right. And then a little bit further back to your left is uh, Epcot. And then if you look uh, all the way over to your left, you'll see uh, Expedition Everest uh, in the Disney's Animal Kingdom. And then if you look kind of straight ahead, and it's a little bit off in the distance, you can see uh, Cinderella's Castle. So it is pretty cool that you can see all four of Disney's theme parks from up there. And it's really, it's really kind of a unique view. And if you don't think about it and you don't pay any attention, you're just enjoying the, the ride, you may not even notice it. But it's worth taking a moment and just taking a look because it's one of those 
things that you don't get to see very often. And then, of course, the uh, the little the little person's play area is Tykes Peak, where they have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of different things uh, for little kids. A couple of little water slides, one with a raft, one that you sit on your bottom, and you go down. A couple of other uh, splash areas and play areas. And my kids had a great time there too. Uh, even though my older kids are a little bigger, they still had some fun playing in there with their sister. So it was it was really fun. Um, and then there's one final area where it's toboggan racers, where you can go down. You're on a you're on a like a what looks like a sled. It's a foam sled, and you go down and you race against someone else, and you just go down this this long slide. And it's a really fun time too. I and mean, that was a great time just going down that. Um, so really a fun park. Blizzard Beach was just a blast. A uh, couple of observations about it. One thing uh, I noticed that they're the standard stock tickets that you get for everything. So it has you know like the Mickey or the Pluto on it or whatever, and it's got the magnetic stripe on the back. And it just struck me that going into a water park, this doesn't seem like the most effective way to hand out tickets. Now, I had the waterproof container, and that was fine, but I was just thinking about it. I'm going, well, why don't they come up with a plastic ticket for this particular area? It would make life so much easier. Or maybe a wrist ticket or some other type of thing, some other device that you could have where you didn't have to worry about getting the paper ticket wet. Now, of course, they'll replace the paper ticket if you know the number that's on the back of it. They're happy to look it up and fix it for you and replace it if something happens to it. But it just struck me that that was kind of an oddity. Um, and I did notice the PhotoPass tickets that they were giving out, because there were PhotoPass photographers everywhere, of course, helping you to document your memory of being at uh, Blizzard Beach. They gave out these little wristbands with a little tiny PhotoPass uh, certificate on the bottom of it. So it had the little barcode, and they'd scan the barcode, but you just put it on your wrist, and you held it around with you the whole day. And at any point, you could you could go to the PhotoPass photographer, they'd scan it, they'd take your picture, and then it would be part of your portfolio of your trip to Disney. And I was like, that's very cool, so you don't have to lose that. Now, I know the admission ticket you only use to get in. I get that. You don't have to use it again once you're in the park, but it just kind of struck me that that was an odd thing to be giving out paper tickets when you're in a water ride. It was just an observation, just something I wanted to point out. Not a big deal. You know, if you plan for it, it's, it's really not a problem. So at a couple of times during, the, during our time there, um, before 7 o'clock, we'd take a break. We'd go over and get a you know, nice cool drink out of the cooler. We'd get uh, a little sandwich or some snacks out of the cooler and just kind of relax and enjoy ourselves. And it was really a fun time to just be able to stop and you know, kind of take it all in for a few minutes. And um, you know, then we'd just go off to the next attraction. Now, we loved Blizzard Beach. We had a great time. It was the second time my family had been to Blizzard Beach. Um, now, the rest of my family had never been to Typhoon Lagoon, so we decided we would do that on the second day. So the second day we got up, we went, we went back to our hotel, we had something to eat, we went back to our hotel. By the time we got back, it was like 10 o'clock. We were knocked out from being in the sun for five or six hours, and we decided to, uh, to, uh, to hit, the, hit the sack. The next day we got up, we had some breakfast, and we got going, and uh, we decided we had two or three hours to kill before we needed to get back and get changed to make it back out there around two. So we went over to downtown Disney for a while good opportunity to soak in the Disney atmosphere and get that Disney vibe going just a little bit, which is always a good time. So once we were uh, ready to go back, we headed over, got changed into our swimsuits, and headed over to Typhoon Lagoon. Now, Typhoon Lagoon is a little different. Um, Again, the theming is really pretty neat. And it's sort of a tropical oasis sort of area where they've got all these tropical palms and different things that are there that make you feel like you're on some sort of uh, deserted island that got... um, uh, that got uh, awashed in this uh, typhoon. Very clever theming. There's there's one part over there uh, where they a lot of places where they've got different pieces of ships and different things that they've done to make it feel like there was all these shipwrecks and different things. And it's it's very clever. I, I really like the theming of this. I mean, I think overall the theming on this one was much better than Blizzard Beach. 
but then again, it's just it's just another way to look at the uh, look at the world, right? It's another themed area. Is it any better? Well, as you'll hear in a minute, I, I think my family really didn't like it as much as Blizzard Beach, but the theming was spectacular. So again, here you've got uh, you've got a, a lazy river that you can go down, and uh, the lazy river is a lot of fun. It takes you into a more foliage covered area. And uh, you're kind of going along, and there's some waterfalls and different uh, amenities that happen along the way, and you kind of enjoy it. Again, you can hop out of your inner tube and just kind of float along the river if you want to. Great times. I mean, just a lot of fun. Um, Then there's the Crush and Gusher. And the Crush and Gusher is a two-person slide that goes down down this long path, and you you make your way to the bottom. Um, Kids had a lot of fun with that one, going down it a couple of times. There's the Gangplank Falls, which is another family-type raft ride that goes down a large uh, water slide. Um, There's Humunga Kawabunga, which is the the fully enclosed slide, so so it's a dark ride. You're you're going down it, and uh, they go side by side, side and you um, you go five five stories down to uh, to get down this one. So similar to what the uh, large slide was over at the uh, Blizzard Beach... This is the large slide over at uh, Typhoon Lagoon, only it's totally enclosed, so you're in the dark and you're going down in mere seconds to the bottom of the uh, attraction. Uh, there's Keelhall Falls, um, where you go down and you uh, rush in an inner tube down, the, uh, d- uh, down, a, uh, 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 down another slide, and uh, it's an individual type thing. So that's, uh, that's kind of fun. Then there's also Mayday Falls that does the same kind of a thing in a slightly different route. Uh, so that one's kind of fun. And uh, the, the Keelhaw Falls is sort of the mildest. The Mayday Falls, I believe, is the, uh, is the wildest, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, the, uh, the other one is, the, um, uh, is sort of the, in the middle somewhere. Um, Kitty Creek is the, uh, is the pl- kids' play area. Kitty, I love that. Um, and it's, it's a fun little area. There's all these um, water things, that water features that squirt, and you can squirt other people, and there's little hoses and, you know, different things that you can spray at people, and um, a couple of little, like, little things you can go in. There's a little water slide uh, that kids can go on, and it's a really, really good time. Um, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, then there's the, um, the Sandy White Beach, um, which uh, goes along part of, the, uh, part of the area between where you have the... Uh, uh, some of the slides and where you have the shark tank and uh, you can go over and uh, just spend some time on the sand if you want to and we, we played in the sand for a while it was just kind of fun to sit there and play in the sand and have a good time and then um, there's the shark reef and the shark reef is a very clever invention that disney put together what they have is they have an actual saltwater tank where they've got a number of they're all smaller size sharks i'd say the largest one is maybe four foot and they're like nurse sharks or uh, sharks of that nature where they're uh, mainly bottom dwellers so they're not going to attack the visitors, but they're still sharks, and they're they're in the water, and the water's at, at times it's maybe as much as six feet deep or so. So you're in there, and you're putting on a, a snorkel and, and mask, and you're and you're snorkeling through among the sharks. Sort of a short little trip through, but you were you would be amazed at how many people were just kind of enjoying it because how many opportunities do you have to actually swim with sharks uh, to snorkel along where the sharks are, and um, you know this is this is pretty cool. I mean, we were standing there watching people do it, and it looked really neat. The line was a little long, so I decided not to take it in on this trip. I have done it before, and I have to say, it's a lot of fun. It's a really good time. And one of the things I like is the way that the area is themed. You've got the shark tank there, and there's a ship that's sort of uh, upside down, and its propeller is sticking up in the air. And you can enter the ship that's upside down, and they themed everything inside so that you're walking along. You're standing on the what would be the um, bottom of the top deck, right? 
So you're, you're, the floor is above you, and you're walking along, and you're looking through portholes into the shark tank. It's very clever. It's just very, very cute the way they did it. And then they exploded out the bottom of the part of the hull so that you could uh, actually come back out on a staircase and go back up and over, the, over to the other side. And uh, it looks like you know, it was ripped open in some way. It's very nicely done. It's, it's just, it looks really cool the way they've done it. So if you take in the theming, it's like, wow, this is really pretty slick the way they've, the way they've set it up. So then you have, um, you have a couple of other things there. One is the uh, storm slides. And the storm slides are these uh, three slides that come down um, from about halfway up the uh, highest peak in the, uh, in the park. And you take the storm slides down, and you make your way to the bottom, and you uh, splash into a pool. And uh, it was, they were a lot of fun. Uh, they, were, they were kind of amusing. When, you, uh, when you're going down it, one piece of advice that they didn't give anyone, they didn't give a lot of tips, if you have hat or glasses, take them off and hold them in your hand because they will splash off, they will splash to the bottom of the pool, and you're going to have to wait a while before they uh, move their way over to um, the side of the pool and they'll scoop them out for you. So just you know, one word of caution if that happens to you. It did happen to us, and we had to wait to get our glasses back, and it was a little bit of a challenge. Not a big deal, but uh, you know, just one of those things to be aware of as you're, as you're looking at it. And then finally, one of the things they do is uh, they have a surf pool. And the surf pool, they create a giant wave. It's, you know, they've got this giant pool in there. And every four or five minutes, I think it is, they create a giant wave. And this wave comes in, and it's probably, you know, it's probably a nice uh, six-foot, seven-foot swell. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But it, um, it comes in, and uh, it, goes, it goes up. And you hear, you hear the, big th- the big rush of water. And then everybody scream, ah! And then the wave comes hurtling at you. And they do a great job of having it come at you in the way they've designed the, uh, the pool that comes out, and then it goes off to the two sides as well. So you can have kids, smaller kids, on the side parts, and they get a feel of the wave, but they don't have to go out into the main crush of the wave. And then the wave comes. It makes a white cap going across. It goes all the way to the shore. And then, it just, and then they have a uh, recirculating thing that they do, so it actually feels like undertow coming back and pulling back the water toward the, uh, where the wave came from. Then everything settles down, and like four minutes later, it happens again. I'm like, this is so cool. What a clever idea. My big thing is, Disney is all about this, this balance between fun and safety. Um, my wife asked me, she goes, how come more people don't get hurt, especially with the fact that they've got all these big waves and people are swimming out toward it and whatever? I said, because it's about that balance of safety and fun. You know, you're, you're out there and it's a, it's a really fun experience to be in the waves, but because they turn off the wave for four minutes, they give you a chance to recover or get out of the way or get out of there. And the lifeguards are just up at the top, and they're strategically positioned to be able to look in the water and look for anyone who's struggling um, so that, you know, they can, they can react to it as they need to. And there's, you know, there's a lot of people in the pool, but there's really not that many people in the pool because it's a very large pool. So you're in there and you're just you're kind of watching people, and they can see what's going on. They have a good sense for uh, when somebody's uh, in trouble. And because it's just the one wave at a time, you don't hear about, uh, you don't hear about many incidents that way. Now, there was, a, there was an incident a couple of years ago where there was a woman who, uh, who did pass away, um, quite unfortunately. She had come out of the water. She was out of the water. She was fine, apparently. The um, lifeguards came by and did exactly what they were supposed to do. They asked her if she needed help. She said no. She was fine. She just needed to rest a minute. And she, um, I guess she suffered some sort of a, a coronary uh, problem, and uh, they called the paramedics, and she unfortunately passed away. And, you know, it wasn't specifically because of something that happened there at the water park. You know, not she didn't drown, nothing like that. She had gotten herself out of the water, and she said she was fine. I feel for the family. I don't mean to, you know, come off as, as, as glib about this in any way, but it just strikes me that, you know, Disney did everything right in that case because they tried to make it right with her, and unfortunately it didn't work out. And that, that is, it's unfortunate. 
Um, but it just goes to show you, this park has been open, the, the Typhoon Lagoon has been open for maybe 20 years now, I want to say. And uh, that's the only, as far as I know, that's the only incident where someone has passed away at the park. Um, you know, other people have had other problems, don't get me wrong. It's a water park. People are going to have problems. Um, you know, that's, that's the way it works. And, you know, you're, you're moving along and people get scrapes and bruises and cuts and things like that. It just happens. Um, but thankfully, to Disney's credit, that doesn't happen often. Uh, nothing serious happens often. Now, um, that said, they do offer uh, surf lessons at, at different times uh, in that, in that uh, wave pool. So you can go out there and you can take a surf lesson and have a little fun. Um, and they, uh, they have some different activities that they do. Now, this is just, you know, this is just a fun place to be. Now, here's the, you know, here's the day where we experienced a rain delay. Um, there was an enormous um, storm that was moving through. It was like a 13-mile wide storm that was coming through, and they, they evacuated the pools. You could see lightning off in the distance, but I never felt unsafe particularly, and they didn't tell us we had to leave, so we just kind of found a, you know, dry place to sit. It never actually rained. Uh, we were out of the pool for the better part of an hour, but then we were able to return to the pool and kind of resume, resume activities. Now, when we went to Blizzard Beach, Blizzard Beach was kind of uncrowded. It was unspoiled. There weren't a lot of people there. Um, we had minimal wait times to go on things. But Typhoon Lagoon had a lot more people in it. And it was just the next day. It was a Monday and a Tuesday, so you don't think too much of the day of the week. Um, on the Tuesday, there was, there was like, you know, 45-minute wait for some of the longer attractions. And it was kind of funny, you know, we were looking at that, and after it cleared out a little bit, it was better, but it was just interesting how many more people were there. Now, the thing I noticed, I was doing a little Googling around, and I found that Typhoon Lagoon is rated as one of the best water parks in the country. I think it's in the top five. Um, Blizzard Beach isn't even on the list. So, interesting, and I think it has to do with theme and the number of uh, rides that they have and the number of activities and kind of the, you know, the overall experience. And, you know, on the fun factor, certainly that, that one rated highly. Um, but as I talked to my family when we were leaving, everyone kind of agreed that Blizzard Beach was overall more fun, more value for us. For the kinds of things we like to do as a family and kind of some of the things that were there, given the crowds and everything else, Blizzard Beach was the better, uh, was the better park. Hey, you should check them both out and see what you think. Different people have different opinions about which is better and why. Um, you know, I, I personally just uh, really enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed them both. I mean, I just had a good time just going around and enjoying ourselves. Just in, uh, enjoying the water and being out in the fresh air and the sunshine. You know, make sure if you go there and it's hot, pull on plenty of sunscreen. We saw a lot of very burned people there. Um, you know, and the, the thing about Florida sun is it's very strong. Um, even especially in the water because you have the reflection off of the water. So make sure you get a good waterproof, waterproof sunblock that's an S, high SPF, you know, 50 or 60 is good. Make sure you reapply it as often as you need to. You know, that's just my advice to everyone so you don't get that, that uh, lobster look when you're uh, heading home. But uh, it's, it's well worth your time and effort to go in there. And something else I noticed uh, as we were going through the gate a lot of the um, people working at the gates were saying hi to people that they knew. Either they were cast members or they were regulars to the park who were taking advantage of this like after two offer and coming into the park um, just for, to spend the afternoon. You know, it's a great way to spend an afternoon and not have to worry about it. You know, we went ahead and we bought this, this uh, after two pass. And we'll be going back um, the next couple of times we go to the parks, we might spend, you know, an afternoon at the water park. And then again, next summer, early in the summer, we might spend two or three days again just going to the water park, similar to this trip, to just uh, have some fun. 
Now, on the last day before we left, we decided that we were going to go up and visit the Orlando Science Center. It's a, um, it's a museum they have uh, near downtown Orlando, and since we're driving, it was easy to get. Now, as it turned out, that third day was a very rainy day, and we probably wouldn't have gotten in much water park that day uh, because it was raining so much. We, got, we were very fortunate with the weather to only be out of the pool for an hour or so. Um, but uh, that, that last day was really rainy, great day to be inside at a museum and just kind of hanging around. And then after we were done with the museum, we headed home. Um, I know my kids had a great time, and uh, you know I hope through my eyes you get a sense of what the water parks are like, and I hope you check them out sometime. One little detail about the Typhoon Lagoon Park that's a little different than Blizzard Beach. Blizzard Beach has a way of moving all of the rafts and different things up to the upper level. They have these different uh, conveyor systems that bring things up, so you don't have to carry anything with you, for the most part, uh, to be able to ride down. Now, on the, some of the smaller, like the toboggan, toboggan ride and so forth, you have to bring up the little foam raft with you, but it's really not a big deal. But at Typhoon Lagoon, for all of the different raft rides that you can ride on, you have to carry the raft with you from the low point to the high point. So you're carrying it up the stairs, which is kind of an oddity. It's not a huge deal, not a deal breaker certainly, but it's one of those little quirky things that you do that kind of makes you do a little more work for the fun of the ride. Well, that is my show for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you take advantage of the opportunity, if you ever get it, to go over to the water parks. It's one of those things where I know it's hard. You go to Disney World and you say, oh, I want to go to the Magic Kingdom or I want to go to Epcot or whatever. And uh, it's hard to take an afternoon out to go check out the water parks. But it's well worth your time. Um, It's just a fun way to spend some time and really just relax and soak it all in. So I hope you enjoy that. And I hope I've inspired you to just check out some different things the next time you visit the uh, Walt Disney World Resort. So that's my show. And remember, if you can dream it, you really can do it. Bye now. From all of us, thanks for taking a listen to the podcast today. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the show stops completely and the doors open. Ladies and gentlemen, please collect your personal belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand. As this concludes our journey, we hope that you enjoyed the show and that you drive home safely. Our thanks go to Doug at geekacres.net for his contributions to the show, and also to Craig for the original music you hear on the show. You can find Craig's music over at ReverbNation.com slash sound a if you have questions comments or thoughts about the show please feel free to contact dave at dave's disney view at gmail.com show notes and links to other great content on the web can be found at disneypodcast.net now i will raise the safety bar and a podcaster will follow you home (laughs) Ha 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 